0: where the fun begins. Let's make this a bit more interesting. You've taken your first step into a larger world. The garbage will do! Nothing will stand in our way. May the void
1: be made. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode. This is episode 200 of Twin Sons Transmission. My name is Eric, and I am joined by Amanda, and we are very excited because this is a a big milestone for us, Amanda. I'm very excited about that. So um, I know we've had a couple people, Jesse being one of them, who had done a lot of episodes, but you've been with us as well. So, Amanda, congratulations, and thank you for helping us get to 200 episodes.
0: Oh, it has been my pleasure. It's a really nice opportunity to sit with you and talk Star Wars, so I'm always game for that.
1: Oh, definitely. And, I mean, we're getting married here in a couple months, and so we obviously spend a lot of time together. We spend a lot of time talking about Star Wars, so if we're going to do it anyway, might as well record it. Right.
0: I know. Let everyone else enjoy.
1: (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. It is a fantastic time to be a Star Wars fan. And even though, Amanda, we don't have any new movies that we can feel like we're about to grasp, right? Then the next movie is not until 2023. So we've got a few years yet before we get another film, but the content that's coming out of Lucasfilm and Disney is just absolutely crazy, and I think that this is the best time to be a Star Wars fan. And But Amanda, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with the Star Wars news?
0: Okay, so... This week, in an exciting turn of events for all of us Star Wars fans, we got the cast list for Kenobi, which is about to start production, and obviously we have Ewan McGregor reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi, Hayden Christensen reprising his role as Anakin, a.k.a. Darth Vader, and then we also have Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Peace reprising their roles as the pre-barbecue Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. And with those castings, we also have a couple of undisclosed roles being filled. Moses Ingram, Kumail Nanjiani, Indira Varma, who I am really, really excited about because she was one of my favorite characters in Game of Thrones. We have Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Sung Kang, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdie. So these are a bunch of names and faces that we have not seen in Star Wars with, of course, a couple of returning cast members. And I am really, really excited to see how they are all going to fit into the uh, scenescape of Tatooine and where Kenobi is taking place.
1: Well, let's talk about this for a little bit, because, I mean, really, this is the first piece of official news that we've got with the Kenobi series. We do know... That It's just going to be like a mini-series. I think there's only going to be six episodes of of Kenobi. Uh, we also know that it takes place between episodes three and four. So we know that a lot of this, as, as we see through this casting list here, uh, is going to be taking place on Tatooine. But you know what? I feel like there's some secretive stuff that Lucasfilm has going on, just like they do with every single show. So i bet you anything that they've got some surprises for us. And I wouldn't be surprised if Liam Neeson reprised his role as Qui-Gon Jinn.
0: Oh, not at all. And a part of me wonders if we're going to see some of these new faces reprising roles that have been um, previously seen in maybe cartoon. Um, I know Moses Ingram has been a, you know... Quiet buzz favorite um, to play a younger Ahsoka because she had posted something under one of her photographs on her social media saying, I play with lightsabers. Personally, I don't think that we're going to see two different actresses in live action playing Ahsoka, but I think it's kind of fun that she's definitely playing with her new role in uh, Star Wars fandom, getting everyone buzzing.
1: Yeah, I think you're right on that. I don't think she'll be playing a younger Ahsoka, but it'll be interesting to see where this series goes. And just to have Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, along with Bonnie and Joel, I think having them all together really is going to be something special to see. Because for me, you know, I was 12 when episode 2 came out and 15 when episode 3 came out. And so those were, like, my prime years, you know? I was got really into collecting, got really into the films... And while I enjoyed them growing up, you know, being a, a younger fan, um, I mean, episode three is the movie that I always say is my Star Wars. Like, I, I love that film so much. So I'm excited to see um, these characters come back to the screen and, and uh, get to see and McGregor again. That's very exciting. Uh.
0: Yes, and I'm really excited to see how they're going to use your all time favorite Hayden Christensen. Are we going to be seeing him being more Vader, or are we going to be playing into a lot of flashbacks? Because I know that that's been a popular conversation on social media is whether or not Kenobi will be utilizing flashbacks. You know, I know some people are gunning for a Satine flashback, but I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, here's what I think. I think for the most part, Hayden will be in the Vader suit. But I also feel like if you know, you think about what Obi-Wan is going to be doing at this point in his life, he's on Tatooine and we know that Yoda said, you know, um, in your solitude, I have training for you. We're going to teach you, you know, you're going to learn how to commune with your old master. He's returned from the netherworld with force and all this stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I think that through Obi-Wan's training in this, that, you know, we may see some flashbacks. He may have some visions of his past uh, or maybe some alternate futures that have could have happened. Maybe he, what if he made different choices or or whatever? But I definitely think that would be the way that we get Liam Neeson you know I
0: definitely have full body goosebumps just thinking about BFF Liam Neeson coming back as a force ghost <laughs>
1: yeah that, would, <laughs> that cool. would
0: absolutely just make my life
1: in addition to our news on Kenobi we also got a new trailer For The Bad Batch, this is the second trailer that we've got for the upcoming animated show that's going to be released on Disney Plus on May the 4th. Very excited about this. Amanda, what did you think about this second trailer?
0: Oh, I have so many thoughts. Um, First off, who is this kid? Why does he look like a Mandalorian, but he's on Camino? And he's playing around with um, one of the Night Sister bows, so I'm super intrigued about this unnamed kid that we're getting. Um, who he has the accent too that sounds kind of like one of the clones. So I'm super intrigued by what this little kid's role is going to be. And I'm really excited because I think we got a little bit more clarification potentially on how these clones are going to respond to Order 66. So I'm excited to see them kind of going against the grain like they always do. And what kind of trouble they're going to get themselves into over here.
1: Right. And that's one thing that I was thinking about while watching this trailer and even prior to this trailer what's the deal with clone force 99 during order 66 because what we got from them in season seven of the clone wars was four episodes at the beginning of the season which did not at all reach episode three so we don't we don't see them after order 66 happens we don't know what happened to them but what we do see of them in the beginning parts of this trailer is Tarkin on Camino with the Caminoans, looking down at the training arena with Clone Force ninety nine essentially testing them. A test is in order, Tarkin says, um, which makes me think that their chips are still intact. Right, they're still kind of following the Republic slash Empire now, um, but it seems like at least this is how I interpreted the rest of the trailer. That they become too much for Tarkin. They're too erratic. They're too um, uncontrollable that they escape and kind of go off and do their own thing. And then Tarkin puts out this, you know, I don't know if it's a bounty or just a search warrant or or whatever it is. Or search for... um... I
0: think a bounty would make sense, though.
1: Yeah, and maybe that's why Fennec is there. That would be a
0: great way to bring Fennec in.
1: Yeah, right. So that's what I'm thinking. But at the same time, there was one scene in this trailer where they're with Rex. Uh or somebody wearing Rex's armor. Because you can see him clearly with the bad batch. And we know Rex took his chip out. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Which I don't could think
0: also mean we could get some Ahsoka content and I'm always down for more animated Ahsoka. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I really do think that this is going to be a continuation of the Clone Wars. It's Clone Wars season, season eight, eight <laughs> pretty <laughs> yes. much. Um, Thank
0: you, Dave Filoni. Yeah,
1: you without the name. A man. <laughs> yeah, but I'm very excited for it. I think it's it's you know we heard about the announcement of the Bad Batch, and now we're finally getting it. And if you grew up with the Clone Wars, love the Clone Wars, I think this is going to be a great thing to to be a part of um, and to watch. And we also got some other characters in this one. Amanda Sagarera is going to be coming yes. back.
0: And his original voice actors reprising the role, which I think is absolutely incredible. Yep,
1: yeah. I'm the most excited to see Echo because Echo is my favorite clone in the Clone Wars. And when we got him back, I was like, yes. And now he's got a, he's got a quote unquote family with his Clone Force 99 and... I'm excited to see what what that's going to mean for him.
0: I know, and I know that in the Mandalorian, we kind of got Mando Daddy. I think that this might turn into a uh, a similar pairing with the kid, and we might get a you know a Daddy Echo that might become a new member of the family. That little kid that we saw. So
1: that would definitely I'm be interesting. To see, yeah,
0: well, I'm very I'm very interested to see what this dynamic's going to be because I feel like. From what well, and trailers are always misleading. We could be totally off base, but from what I saw in the trailer, I would definitely, you know, be gunning for that kid becoming a part of the continuing story.
1: Well, there's only one way to find out, and that is to tune in to Disney Plus for the streaming of the Bad Batch on May the 4th. And I'm very excited because Amanda we talked on our last podcast that um our birthdays are around there. So it's a very special gift from Lucasfilm to us for our birthdays. And we have May the 4th off. Both of us do have worked this year. So that even warrants more shenanigans, you know, lots of video games <laughs> and watching some films, maybe doing some shopping. So mm-hmm. it'll be a we good... We went to
0: the grocery store earlier today and I saw a fruit that looked like a Melu run. So I think I'm gonna get some of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gotta do it up big. That's for sure. In other news, on April 10th, which is a Saturday at 10.30 Central Time on WCIU The U, which is Channel 26 here in the Chicagoland area, the episode of Collector's Call that I was on is going to be airing again. This is going to be the third time that it's aired. With Lisa Welchel from The Facts of Life as well as the Survivor reality TV show. She came out to do a show for collectors' call featuring the PfeifferCon collection, and my mom and I got to spend a whole day with her talking all about the collection and featured some fantastic items. And it was an absolute blast having Lisa here at the house, and I'm very excited that. It will be airing for a third time, so if you guys missed the first couple airings, definitely check out Collector's Call on Saturday morning at 10.30 on April 10th to see the episode. All right, Amanda, it's that time. I'm very excited about this one. If you have listened to Twin Suns' transmission with us in the past... You know that Vanessa Marshall is a staple here with us. You hear her in the outro of every episode that we do. She's been on the show a few times before and has done quick little videos and things for us for PfeifferCon and Twin Sons and all that. So, without any further ado, let's get Vanessa Marshall back here on Twin Sons for our 200th episode. <sighs> We are here with Vanessa Marshall on our 200th episode of Twin Suns Transmission. I cannot wait to talk to you, Vanessa. It's been, it's been a little while. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you so much. It's been way too long. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well. Staying busy, that's for sure. So,
2: Excellent. Good, yeah. good. I'm glad.
1: What's new with you? Anything new and exciting in your life?
2: Uh, Yeah, a bunch of things I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Typical, well, the, uh, the life of a voice actress, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, uh, on the commercial side, I just did a, a Taco Bell commercial for Nacho Fries that was sort of a spoof on all those scary movies. Um, w- that was a lot of fun and a Massage Envy commercial. Um, and uh, yeah, the, I did some stuff on the Star Trek Lower Decks. And yeah, uh, what else have I been doing? I'm trying to think of what, I, what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've just uh, been doing different things in, in all areas and keeping busy and very grateful. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to have to try those uh, Taco Bell fries or whatever.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you check my uh, Instagram, you can see what I'm talking about. Um, if, or you go to my link in bio, you can see all these crazy things yeah Uh, yeah and then of course squadrons finally came out
1: right Um,
2: yeah that was a lot of fun doing the mocap for that i've never done that before so that was really special
1: yeah Um, let's talk a little bit about that so so did they tell you up front like we want you to do mocap for this or how did that work
2: um yeah they did tell me and i was thrilled uh because i've always wanted to do it um i have a master's in acting from nyu and, uh, you know, used to do on-camera stuff all the time. And, um, you know, it's it had been a while. I started booking voiceover work to the point where it was, it just made more sense to focus on, on voiceover only. Um, and uh, so this was a great way to experience Hera uh, without reading her off of a page, but rather sort of fully embodying her physically and memorizing the lines and man, it was so much fun. I had a blast and, and I would, you know, love to do more of the same. I love mocap. It was wonderful.
1: So what exactly is that experience like? They put this headpiece on and it just,
2: for that, yeah, there were, there were these dots that they put on my face. And then I had to wear like a luge suit with, (laughs) with these markers. I mean, I was really, when at first I was kind of intimidated. I was like, uh, wait, what, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I Oh, what <laughs> and um but but everyone's wearing the same thing so it's kind of like well there goes that you know like you yeah. you, you, you don't feel like such an idiot when everyone's wearing the exact same
1: outfit so you were in a um, room with other people doing yes. okay okay
2: exactly yeah yeah that I mean it was it was so much fun man I I had the, I had a blast
1: yeah I really did yeah, I saw the one photo of you with like the headpiece on and yeah. <laughs> um, I was like that looks awesome. I would love to do that just because it it seems like, like it takes it's... all your feature, your facial features and motions and yeah. expressions.
2: Yeah, the the science behind it is astonishing what they accomplish. It's really amazing.
1: Yeah. So for Squadrons and the mocap and, and all that, like how long of a process was that for you to complete the game?
2: Oh gosh. Uh, I'm not even sure. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I think, uh, man, I'm not even sure. I think it was in 2019. The process began, I believe I could be wrong. I, I forgive me. I, I don't even know what day it is <laughs> I mean, yeah. of time, but, um, but it wasn't a quick thing. It, it happened over time. Yeah. So Um, Yeah, it was just really incredible a a great experience. Uh, The people at EA were wonderful and of course Lucasfilm Um, and uh, Again, it was just really cool to experience Hera in the flesh, you know as opposed to sort of You know kind of cerebral fashion or at least uh, You know you only hear Hera and then I could only imagine what the animation was gonna look like but in this instance It was more um, Sort of happening in real time, which was kind of cool
1: Yeah yeah. And what I love about what what's happening now with with Hera is that they've brought her into some of the novels as well. She's in the Alphabet Squadron series yeah. and it kind yeah. of meshes real well with what we get to see in squadrons. So I'm sure yeah. you're excited about the continuation of her character after Rebels.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm curious, you know, however they're going to you know tell that story or if they tell that story. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm. I am primed and ready. I'm ready for all the content. <laughs> I want it all. Yeah. I, I loved watching the Mandalorian and I can't wait to see Boba and oh yeah. yeah. there's all kinds of feels. It's, it's just, it's a good time to be a star Wars fan. There's just lots to look forward to. It's wonderful.
1: Yeah. And I love that about you too. Cause I know we've, we've been, we've had you on the show a couple of times over the years and, and I just love how excited you get about all star Wars content.
2: So, oh my gosh, man! Yeah. It's
1: just—it's like Christmas. It's so awesome. <laughs> it's a perfect time <laughs> with all those Lucasfilm announcements. There's a lot of stuff coming up.
2: Oh so. man, I can barely breathe. I'm so I, like I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's doing it for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: Congrats on 200 episodes. Congratulations. That's wonderful.
1: Thank you. It's been a, yeah. it's been a long road, but we finally made it. So, yeah.
2: And I feel like we've been through so much together. It's like you know, from one celebration from Star Wars weekends, my first Star Wars weekends down in Florida to the various celebrations. Like, it's just, it's been wonderful to stay in touch and, and, you know, just keep enjoying all the Star Wars stuff together. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember the first time I met you and I don't know, I might have told this story before on here, but, uh, I had been given a eight by 10 of the ghost by one of my friends and I didn't have anything else for you to sign. Cause I don't even think rebels had was out yet.
2: No, um, I not believe anyone knew what the heck was going on. I barely <laughs> knew what was going on. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I remember you being so excited when I brought the, the ghost eight by 10 up and you had signed that. And then you're like, come on, let's get a selfie. And I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. This is cool. <laughs> uh, so,
2: yeah. 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 Crazy. Well, and I got to see your collection one of these days, you know, that's a bucket list. So some someday, someday came close when uh, we were in Chicago, but you know, we'll, it'll happen. It'll happen.
1: Yeah. Busy, busy times when conventions are happening and stuff too.
2: Yeah, no, that, that was bananas. I, I, I had high hopes, but it was sort of one thing after another, but it's all good. It's all good. It's fun to have things to look forward to. So, you know,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we do have uh, a question from one of our listeners. And uh, this question is from Dumo for you, Vanessa. He says, uh, when was the moment, uh, whether you were growing up or at what point during your life, did you realize, oh, wow, I'm a geek?
2: Oh, God, probably the moment I like, came out of my mom's womb.
1: <laughs> right away, huh?
2: <laughs> well, a little bit. Um I mean, I, as an only child, I was around adults a lot and I would read books and sort of just find, you know, inspiration and peace and, and company and solitude and this and that in different stories. And then, you know, when, the the star Wars story came along, that was like by far my favorite, but, um, yeah, I think it's just something I, I always do. Yeah. And, uh, uh, back then it wasn't a good thing, but, um, thank God it seems that things have turned around, Yeah, <laughs> you know, that, uh, that it's okay to just sort of fangirl out about things. And, and, uh, I love that. I'm so grateful that it's okay. I'm trying to think if there's one particular moment, that's such a great question. Um, no, nope, I'll have to, I'll have to get back to him <laughs> <on> that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I'm right there with you. I actually got made fun of when I was a kid for being a nerd, you know, and now it's, it seems like every everybody's a nerd. So
2: yeah, thank every, God. <laughs>
1: everybody's a nerd about something anyway. So
2: yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Everyone has their fandom.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I know we're yeah. running out of time here, uh, Vanessa, but I do have one question because I've been into fitness for a while. Um, and I know that that's something that's been important to you. So you still uh, you still hitting the gym?
2: Well, the gym is closed in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing my own thing, I'm doing the best I can. I, I go for hikes as often as possible. Um, love to walk and kind of get my, out of my house because it gets a little, uh, I don't know, sometimes I just like want to walk away and never come back. Like I just want to walk and walk and like walk to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's definitely, you know, I had to, I, there's a person that I box with and, you know, Mm -hmm. we realize that we can't very well spar and be socially distant. You know, my, my arms aren't six feet long. So,
1: right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I am definitely uh, trying to get creative about ways to kind of home gym it and uh, you know, stay, stay fit that way. But I do miss it. I really do miss, I, I have like a gym crew. I have my star Wars crew, but I also have a gym crew and I miss them a lot. Um, I miss yeah. seeing them there, but yeah. How are you doing in the pandemic with fitness?
1: Uh, it's a little difficult. I've got the Huskies, so take them out to get some That's exercise good. out in the, in the cold. Cause they like that. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, again, with the pandemic and in the gym being closed, it's a, uh, it's a little tough. Yeah. So,
2: well, you know what, like all things, when we're able to go back to the gym, it will mean so much more. And whenever celebration happens, you know, whenever we are all back together again, it's just going to be so much more meaningful than ever before. I mean, it's always been meaningful, but you know, first time back to the gym, I'm probably going to be crying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like one of those things that you don't appreciate what you have until it's gone, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I thought I, I thought I did appreciate it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really, I, I, I mean, before the pandemic, I said to one of my friends, if I could live at the gym, I would, you know, and I wish there was some way to work that out in the pandemic. <laughs> like, can yeah. I just shelter? In <laughs> uh, is, that, no? is that okay? Yeah, yeah, no. But anyway, well, we will get through this. We will stay safe and, and we will see each other again and, and it'll be fantastic. And again, congratulations on 200 episodes and I'm honored to be a part of the celebration here, uh, for you and for the podcast. And, um, just really grateful for our friendship and, and I hope that you stay safe and I'm sending lots of love to you and your family. So, and the Huskies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. And, yeah. uh, it's been an absolute honor. You were definitely one that popped into my mind right away to, uh, I was like, I gotta get Vanessa on again. So, um, definitely extremely excited that, uh, that, that you made the time for us. Um, yep. Do you yeah, have anywhere that uh, our listeners can keep up with what you're doing?
2: Yeah, sure. On Instagram, it's at Vanessa Marshall eleven thirty eight. The number is one one three eight. And on Twitter, it's at Van Marshall. Awesome. Um, I have updates there. Yeah, uh, at least in my bio on Instagram, you can sort of see uh, whatever it is that I'm that I'm currently doing. And um, yeah, we can all meet online and say what's
1: up. (laughs) Perfect. All right, Vanessa, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And uh, hopefully we can we can see each other again soon.
2: Absolutely. May the force be with you.
1: (laughs) It was so much fun talking to Vanessa. And I know schedules are very busy. We had limited time to do uh, our talk. But it was such a blast talking to her and I can't wait to to see her again and, and talk to her once COVID's over and we can start doing conventions again and things like that. But once again, Vanessa, thanks so much for being on. This will conclude our 200th episode. And Amanda, we have a lot of exciting things coming up for Twin Sons Transmission and Twin Sons in general. Uh, we do have our book club going strong. We just finished our couple month trek through the High Republic era, and we're going to take a couple-month break here for the High Republic, and we're going to be reading the third book in the Alphabet Squadron series, the Alphabet Squadron trilogy, which is called Victory's Price by Alexander Freed, and then for the month of May, we're going to continue our Thrawn books and go into the second of the Thrawn Ascendancy series series which is called Greater Good, so very exciting there, and we are into April, which means we're getting closer and closer to May the 4th, which is very exciting, so hopefully you guys are excited about the new content coming out, both for Twin Suns as well as just the Star Wars content on Disney+, and at the stores and all that. There's a ton of stuff to be thankful for in this Star Wars fandom. So we appreciate everybody listening. And Amanda, if people want to find us on social media, where can they do that?
0: You guys can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now YouTube, all under the handle at Twin Suns Outpost.
1: All right, and if you're looking for places to listen to our show, you can find us on our website, which is www.twinsunsoutpost.com. Click on the podcast tab on the left-hand side. You'll find all of our episodes there. You can also find us on the Star Wars Podcast app through the Google Play Store and on iTunes.
0: And if you guys like our show and you think we're Pretty Wizard, just go ahead and give us a like wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to our 200th episode of Twin Suns Transmission. We'll be back again soon, and as always, may the Force be with you.
2: Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. You've been listening to Twin Suns Transmission, an exciting show where sand gets everywhere. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Twin Suns Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. Hail Master, Tatooine.
0: It's controlled by the Hut.
1: i meet you at the rendezvous point on Halloween. This time you are mad at me again.